What's going on, guys? You are listening to Fast Baskets, where it is the ultimate basketball show that is 10 minutes, one topic, no filler. My name's Nick. And my name's Cam. And today, we are going to be talking about the Mount Rushmore, but not just the main Mount Rushmore, the Mount Rushmore of point guards. Nick, who you got? I think if we're going to talk about the top point guards in NBA history, the number one lock has got to be Magic Johnson. <laughs> yeah, it's really hard to not put, you know, rookie year, you know, scored 42 points in, in the NBA Finals, you know, one rookie of the year, all-time great. You know, it's really hard to argue him not being the number one point guard of all time, if not a top five player of all time. Yeah, let's. Magic Johnson's a lock. I think the only argument you can make for him is, is he really a point guard because he played every position? But more or less, as a testament just to how great Magic Johnson was. It really is. And, you know, depending on, because people can, you know, change the definition of point guard, you know, is LeBron a point guard? You know, I don't think either of us agree that LeBron is a point guard in this, at least, situation. <laughs> no, no, we're on the same page there. You know, like, I think, like, the argument you can make is that Magic Johnson played every position at one point, but when you think of point guard, you think of Magic Johnson. So he is our automatic lock at number one, you know. when it's Absolutely. You know, who would you, who would you say, if there were to be a second lock, who are we going with? <clears throat> So for me, and I know he's playing now, but Steph Curry changed the game. Exactly. Um, he, you know, you can argue, is he better than someone like Isaiah Thomas? Is he better than someone like, you know, a glove Gary Payton? You know, what about what about Bob Cousy from back then? Oscar Robertson. But for me, having someone who was the best shooter of all time, he revolutionized the way basketball was played. You know, mm-hmm. You know, on top of being a terrific passer in his own right, you know, getting a ton of steals on the defensive end. You know, Steph Curry, for me, is number two on that list. When you look at players who change the game, if Steph Curry doesn't top the list, he is without a doubt in that top five. I think if Magic Johnson is going to be a lock in our Mount Rushmore of point guards, Steph Curry has to be there too. Just the way he changed the game. We're starting to see the way he changed it with these like up, up-and-coming young guys. You, you get guys like Trey Young wouldn't be the player he is without Steph Curry. And I think you can say the same thing for at least five players in the next draft class from here on out. Exactly. You know, the way Jordan inspired Kobe, Kobe in a way inspired LeBron, you know, you could say Steph Curry right now is inspiring the next group of young players. Like you said, the Trey Young, the, the new guys coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, like you'll have like this new wave of these, not just three point shooters. You know, you've got, we've always had guys that can like hit the three. Jordan could hit the three. Kobe could shoot threes. LeBron could shoot threes. Curry isn't just the three point shot. He's shooting from 40 feet. Like it's a whole different, he turned it, he turned basketball into a different game. And for that alone, he belongs on this Mount Rushmore of top point guards. Absolutely. So I think you and I can both agree that one and two are Magic Johnson and Steph Curry. 100%, yeah. And in addition to just changing the game, like, you got to look at the accolades, you know. He's still young, and, like, he's still in his prime. But at the same time, the only unanimous MVP, multi-time champion, multi-time MVP, the only thing he hasn't done is the finals. I mean, is the finals MVP. And if that's all he hasn't done, like, in terms of, like, being a legendary point guard and changing the game, then how is he not up there? I agree with you 100%. You know. So... As far as the third person goes, third, number three and four, th- these positions get a little rough. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to throw out a guy right now. What about Oscar Robertson? Oscar Robertson was about to be the next player I named. He's kind of like on the opposite spectrum of Steph Curry, where like 
Steph Curry was like this great three-point shooter. He has changed the game for ways for like years to come. Oscar Robinson was like, he was revolutionary in his own way. And I think it's hard for us to like really like talk about how great he was without being alive to see him play. You know, like we're both 20 year olds, but at the same time, we're able to recognize just like how great he was. And I think he's one of like the few players from that 60s, 70s era whose game actually would translate to be still being an all-star in today's game. You can correct me if I'm wrong there. No, I agree with you 100%. And I think the biggest argument of that, and, you know, he wasn't as athletic, but looking at Russell Westbrook, you know, the big O, his big claim to fame is, you know, he an entire season he averaged triple-double. Westbrook's done it three times now. Mm-hmm. And you can argue, you know, it was harder to score with, again, the defense. It was a lot harder. It was harder to get rebounds. And now with better shooters as well, you know, who knows how many times he could have, you know, averaged a triple-double. You know, he was 6'5 in a point guard, and that's not as rare nowadays. But still, I think his game would really translate to now. Not to mention the fact that, like, he wasn't just putting up the points in addition to the triple-double. He was doing all of this without a three-point line, which I think is a testament on its own to how great he was. Exactly. Exactly. I agree with you 100%. I know a lot of people make, like, the Wilt Chamberlain argument that, like, Wilt Chamberlain's game might not translate to today's game just because, like, there was no one big to compete with him. I think Oscar Robinson's the exact opposite, where he translates so well just because when you do everything really well, that translates good to any era, you know? It's just, it's simple math. Exactly. And especially, you know, and I'll reiterate this again, he, he was mainly a physical player, and now that defenses can't really hone in on him physically, being that he was 6'5 and strong, you know, I feel like he could get more rebounds than he did before. I think he could score more, especially if he grew up now watching the Steph Currys, depending on when he would come into the league. He could be a shooter as well with that three-point line. You know, I think seeing him now I think would be extremely interesting, but I think he definitely could deserve a spot on this Mount Rushmore. No, absolutely. Are we in agreement that our third spot in the Mount Rushmore alongside Magic and Steph is Oscar Robinson? I think I, I, I think so, yeah. I think he I think he belongs there. I really do. So six minutes in, that raises the big question. I think that's where things can get like really debatable in the last four minutes here. Who gets this fourth spot, you know? It could go to anybody. So I have a few names I'm willing to throw out. Okay, let's hear. Um, so, you know, Isaiah Thomas, best little guard of all time. John mm-hmm. Stockton, top five in assistant steals. Jason Kidd, really great player. You could argue kind of underappreciated. Chris Paul, you know, another player. Didn't win a ring, but he's been consistent. Mm-hmm. You also have the likes of Steve Nash and Bob Cousy, Gary Payton. You know, that's a lot of names I'm throwing at you, but out of those names I listed, who do you really think, you know, deserves that fourth spot? I feel like if you were to throw any of those four names next to the three we already said, it would be a very respectable list. I think if you were to put a guy like, if you say Chris Paul is number four, I respect it. If you say a guy like uh, Steve Nash or a guy like Jason Kidd, I respect it. I don't agree, but I respect it. For me, when it comes down to that fourth spot, I feel like it is a two-way race. Like when it really, when you really start chipping and look at like the very specifics of their game between John Stockton and Isaiah Thomas, I feel like it is between one of those two who would be able to like crack that list and take that fourth spot. You know, I agree with you. And just looking at the four names that I mentioned, Steve Nash, you know, never won a title, has two MVPs, which is great. I'm not the best defensively. Jason Kidd, you could argue the same thing. Chris Paul, you know, great, especially over a long period of time, but never won that ring, never has an MVP. So I I agree with you. Out of those names, I think the two that stick out would be John Stockton and Isaiah Thomas. So Nick, who would you take out of those two? 
for me personally, it's really hard. And like, if you want to like, you, you love him or hate him, especially in the nineties, we see it through this last dance documentary about just how hated it was. But for me, that four spot has to go to Isaiah Thomas. No offense to John Stockton. He's got the assists. He's got the steals. And like, you know, he was part of one of those best teams of the nineties, but he, but when it comes down to it, he didn't do the one thing that like puts you in that next tier and that's win a title. You know, Isaiah Thomas didn't just get one. He got two of those bad boy Pistons. And for me, that's enough to lock it up along with being just an unbelievable player, especially on the defensive end, to take that fourth spot. So this is where you and I actually disagree. Okay. I believe that John Stockton deserves to be on that list, and here's why. Okay. So Isaiah Thomas, you know, he got over he, – he was keeping Jordan a young Jordan down. You know, he got through the Celtics when they were older. You know, he did be, he did beat the Lakers. But the argument would be, you know, John Stockton, he had to go through Jordan. And mm-hmm. to me, a prime Jordan, a later Jordan, Pippen's there as well, Dennis Rodman, you know, that's a tough task for really anyone. Granted, he had Carl Malone, but to have someone so high in both assists and steals, I think, you know, on the top of that, he was a pretty good shooter for his time as well. Mm-hmm. For me... I would put John Stockton up there for being a point guard in terms of getting assists and contributing for and contributing steals on the defensive end. With about 50 seconds left, I really like your argument, and I think that's enough to like really clinch it for John Stockton. From a statistical standpoint, you can't argue. For me, the main argument for Isaiah Thomas was the titles. But when you look at the, the stats, you know he doesn't just lead in assists; he leads in assists by a freaking mile. And for that, like I am willing to submit that John Stockton's definitely that fourth point guard. Yeah, I, I think at the end of the day, he is. Granted, you know, you could really do 4A and 4B with Isaiah Thomas. They're both unbelievable players, all-time top five point guards by far. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I agree. I think John Stockton, I, th- I think he gets the nod. Well, there you have it. Your fast baskets Rushmore of point guards is Oscar Robinson, Steph Curry, Magic Johnson, and Isaiah Thomas. This has been a fun one. Make sure you keep listening to Fast Baskets. My name's Nick. And my name is Cam. Catch Thank you. you for listening. Yep, catch you guys later.